how riding on an elevator with Jerry West changed his life, why he stopped working for the Los Angeles Lakers, the three commonalities amongst the most successful people in the world, the three keys to building an effective and authentic network of relationships, and so much more coming right up. This is episode number three, four, one, with author of the newly released book, The Elevated Entrepreneur, Jake Kelfer. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. Do you want to go from unmotivated to work out to more disciplined than ever before? If so, then go check out the Best You 10-Week Transformation Program that gives you the ability to set a worthy fitness goal, create a predictive and workable game plan, and it maximizes your discipline through accountability. Just visit go.nickcarrier.com slash 10-week program to get started from anywhere today. Again, go.nickcarrier.com slash 10-week program. Today, I bring you Jake Kelfer. Jake Kelfer is a lifestyle entrepreneur, a business coach, and a life elevator who's dedicated to helping people create transformational experiences and achieve their true potential through connection. He's a two-time best-selling author of Elevate Beyond and Elevate Your Network. And today, he's releasing his new book, The Elevated Entrepreneur, which I'm super stoked about. He's also a high-energy motivational speaker and the founder of the Professional Basketball Combine, which has helped 70-plus NBA draft prospects turn their dreams of playing pro basketball into reality. He and his work have been featured on Forbes, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, and many other major media outlets. You can go ahead and connect with Jake on social media at Jake Kelfer. Now, before diving into the episode, be sure you're subscribing to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast on the Apple Podcast app, on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and be sure you share the episode with a friend while you're listening. All you have to do is send them to nickcarrier.com slash podcast. And if you enjoy the show, I'd love it if you would leave a five-star rating and review. But without further ado, here's to getting closer and closer to your best you with the one and only Jake Kelfer. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nick Carrier's Best You Podcast. Today, I am super fired up to bring on the one and only Jake Kelfer. Jake, I just want to start off by saying thanks so much for spending the time with me today, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm so pumped, man. We had some great banner going back and forth before, so let's rock and roll. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Jake is the new author of the book that has just been released, The Elevated Entrepreneur. Um, so I'm super stoked to get into uh, the similarities of entrepreneurs who are high performers, productivity crushers, and freedom achievers. So I know we're going to dive into a lot of that stuff today, but kind of the way I want to get started today, Jake, is kind of get a little bit of your background. So you graduated from USC, Southern California uh, back in 2015, and you were the corporate part partnerships assistant for the LA Lakers for about a year or so, maybe 10 months. And then uh, you started your own business. And I, I kind of had a relatively similar journey in regards to starting my own business pretty quickly out of college. And so I'm really intrigued to in this, but I know a lot of people will be as well. What was your kind of initial vision for what you wanted to do and what you wanted your business to be? So, so here was the path, you know, here, here was the path. It was go to USC, get a job as a, as a sports agent, become one of the youngest agents to represent a lottery pick in the NBA, go on to make lots of money, go buy a house, maybe buy an Island, get married, have kids, be a quote unquote successful. And then at that point, be a motivational speaker, write books, give back, create a charity. And it was during the time when I was with the Lakers, that one season I was with the team, it was Kobe's final season. And there was an experience I had with Jerry West, who is the NBA logo and, and a hall of fame Lakers player. And there was an experience that I had with him where I, I really kind of flipped everything upside down. And I kind of started to ask myself, why did I think I needed to wait 
till I hit a certain metric to tell me I was successful? Why did I have to wait till a certain age or a certain point of my life to be able to give back and feel that I can make a difference with other people? Because I realized that every interaction we have has the ability to change somebody's life. We may not know it right off the bat. We may not know what someone's going through, but how we treat other people, our interactions, what we do, how we can provide value to them can really make a big difference. And so my path changed very quickly from thinking I was going to go from the Lakers to a sports agency, to doing all these things, to writing my first book, to starting as a motivational speaker, and then building an entire event in the basketball space. But it was all as a result of realizing the simple truth is like, there's no rules to the game of life. You don't have to follow a set plan. Society doesn't get to tell you what success is. You have to define that for yourself and figure out what's going to actually bring you joy and happiness. Because I don't know about you, but I got one shot at this game and I'm going to make sure I win it. So that's kind of how the journey began and kind of when I realized like I was going to go on this own path um, and, and create, create it for myself. Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And had again, a kind of similar experience. I studied finance and insurance when I was in college, but then I started doing some personal training and fitness training when I was in college. And my whole, I, my thought was like, okay, I'm going to graduate and, and get a job in finance because that's what I'm studying. And then at some point I'm going to, I'm going to go, go into fitness because I'll have made some money and uh, I'll know a little bit more of what I want to do. And then I started and I was like, wait, why am I wasting my time knowing I don't want to do this when I know I do want to do this? And I could just figure out what that actually looks like now. So I feel like it's a relatively similar journey. So for you, what was kind of like the thing that opened your eyes to the fact that you could actually go do this now? You didn't have to wait. Like, what was that moment that you had either? I don't know if it was a conversation you said with Jerry West or what was the thing that get, that opened your eyes being like, oh, wait, no, Jake, you can actually do this now. Yeah. So, so I'm in an elevator and part of my job for the Lakers was I'd pick all the contestants for like the half court shot, the skills challenge, the three point shootout. Like I got to pick all those contestants. Super awesome job, by the way. Like, yeah, that was, that was a dream for a kid who loved the Lakers. I'm in the elevator. Jerry West walks in the elevator. My pits are sweating. My face is sweating. I'm nervous, right? I'm a, I'm a 22, 23 year old bottom of the totem pole employee. And Jerry West walks in. The person working the elevator looks at Jerry and asks what floor he wants to go to. And, the, and Jerry looks at him and, and he's like the event level, like the courtside seats, right? I mean, Jerry West. Now, the person who's working the elevator doesn't know who he is. And he says, well, excuse me, sir, do you have your credential? If not, I'm going to ask you to step off the elevator because this young man pointing at me has work to do. And I was like, this can't be happening. Like, like I'm in a movie right now. Jerry looks at him very politely and he goes, no, I don't have a credential, but do you know who I am? The person working the elevator has still no idea. And I'm like, dude, you got to know who this guy is. And he says, well, sir, can you please step off? And I all kudos to this guy because he's following protocol. He's doing his thing. And so Jerry's about to step off the elevator. And for some reason, I gather all the courage I can. I go, wait, wait, wait. He's with me. He's my guest. I'll escort him down. And immediately I do that. And I'm like, what did I just do? Well, the person working the elevator kind of looks at me and is like, dude, like, why didn't you say hello to this person? Like, you don't even, it doesn't even seem like you know him. And I'm like, that's probably what's going through his head. So he looks at me and he says, are you sure? And he just wants to make sure I'm sure that I'm taking the right person down. So I look at Jerry and I kind of wait for his nod of approval to make sure he's cool with it. He gives me the nod. I give the same nod right back. And like the next 14 seconds, greatest elevator ride I've ever had, right? Like my heart's pounding <laughs> the whole time, right? Like my adrenaline's pumping. And we get off the elevator and I'm wondering, is he going to be pissed at me? Is he going to be frustrated? Is he going to be upset that the guy didn't know who he was? Like, this is Jerry West, the NBA logo. And he sticks out his hand right before we go our separate ways. He shakes my hand and he says, thank you. I appreciate what you just did for me. 
And it was that moment, Nick, where I realized that we are all just people. And every person in the world wants to be loved, to be heard, to belong, to feel that we matter, and, and to feel valued. And in that moment, the NBA logo, the icon, literally made me feel like a million bucks. And I said, if, if he can have that impact on me, and I'm telling this story five, six years later, and I'll tell it forever, then what can my actions do for other people? And over time, this has become more clear. And what it's turned into is creating the feeling of elevation. How do we help people feel that they matter, that they're loved, that they belong? And that was when I said, I don't have to wait till I have a certain amount of money, till I have a certain amount of status, till I have a certain amount of experience to actually make a difference in somebody else's life. And so I started becoming more intentional. And that led me down to the path of actually writing my first book, which ended up coming out at the time I retired from the Lakers. Me and Kobe both hung up our shoes at the same time. And then I, I launched a book. He retired from basketball. But that was what kind of put me on that next path of, okay, how do we make this difference now? Why can't I do this? And, and that was what really got me going to the next phase. That's awesome, dude. That's an absolutely incredible story. Um, so you have written now a few different books. And how old are you? What, 28? 28 years old, yeah. 28 years old. You've written a few books. You've been a motivational speaker for a little bit now. I think one of the biggest sometimes things that holds people back or the one of the reasons why people hold themselves back, especially at a young age from reaching a certain level of success is because they think like, I'm young. I'm not, I, I can't do this yet. I have to wait a little bit longer. Did you ever have those feelings? If you did, how did you overcome them? Or did you not kind of have those feelings? I, I think it's natural, man. I think we all, no matter how confident we are, I think there is always this, this idea of there is some doubt, right? I mean, I consider myself an extremely confident, extremely ambitious person, but every time I do something, the bigger it is, the more pressure you can sometimes feel, right? And that can be a lot. And so for me, you know, when I was writing this first book, a couple of weeks before the launch, I'm talking to my dad and I'm like, dad, like, what if only you and mom buy it? Like, what if no one reads it? What if people just like are criticizing every word that I wrote? What if people are like, how are you writing a book on career development? And you haven't even had a full year of work experience. Like, what if they just were all oh, the haters came out and I, and I was like, dad, like maybe I just shouldn't do it. You know, like it was a cool thought, but like, maybe I shouldn't, you know, go as big as I'm planning on going. And he, and he tells me this, he says, whether you sell five copies or 5 million copies, I guarantee great and unexpected things are going to happen. And the reason he says that is because every time we take action, we're one step closer to the life we dream of. And for me, he's like, I don't know if this is going to be your best-selling book. I don't know if this is going to be the, the answer to your success. But what I do know is that if you put this out there, you show your vulnerability, you take a chance, you go big, great things are going to happen. People are going to walk into your life that you cannot expect or anticipate right now. It's going to open doors that would have never been open if you played it safe. And I took that so to heart. And every time I think about doing something new, it's like something great's going to come from this. I don't know what it might be, but I know that if I'm taking action and I'm following my gut and I'm inviting great people to be a part of it and I'm doing something that's actually going to make a difference, I know that on the other side of that is going to be greatness. And I know that on the other side of that is going to be the opportunity to be living my dream life. And, and that that's a big thing is like whenever we're going through these doubts or we're scared to start, it, you know, you got to realize that if you don't start today, your dreams are going to keep waiting. Your dreams don't have an expiration date. 
Put it on the calendar right now and make that dream your reality. A dream without a plan is a wish. A dream with, with a plan is, is a goal, is an action item. You know what I mean? And we can create that and we can build that. And so that, that's been a big thing for me is that, that reframe in my mindset to really focus on, you know, so much can really happen when you actually get started. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, every, I mean, Newton's third law is every action has an equal and opposite reaction, dude. You have to, you have to start moving. And then I, like you said, I think one of the things that I found super key amongst all the successful people that I've interviewed is that you can't wait for a guarantee on anything to take action. Like, right. You have to, you have to have faith that whether or not this thing is going to pan out, like it, I'm doing it for a, a specific reason. And, you know, you, you probably have the faith that there are going to be great things that come from it. And there are going to be amazing opportunities that come from it. But like, even if there's not like, who cares, who cares? Like you're doing it because it's something that you, that you care about. And there's something that you feel a little bit that feel really passionate about. So it's like, don't wait for a guarantee to take action, go for it. Like knowing, you know, having faith that there will be good things on the other side of it, but who cares either way. Oh, totally. And, and, and here's the other way to look at it too, right? Is that faith and the knowingness, right? That it's going to happen. You might not know how things are going to happen, but you have to believe and know that it's going to happen one way or another. But on the flip side of that, it can also be asking yourself a very simple question. What's the worst that can happen, right? What's the worst that can happen? Oftentimes we become so fearful because we make up these situations in our mind. Oh, what if we quit our job and start a business and it doesn't work out? You'll feel like a failure. You'll feel like you were rejected. You feel all these negative thoughts, but what's the worst that can happen, right? What's the worst that can happen? And oftentimes those worst situations, A, aren't as bad as you actually think they are, or B, they never actually happen. And so we can have the combination of minimizing the risk, maximizing the reward, minimizing the risk. What's the worst thing that can happen, but also focusing on the positive. I know this is going to happen. I just might not know how, but I'm going to take action every single day and learn from that so I can get closer. And that's kind of how I kind of think about that too. So we can hit it from both sides. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Um, so I, you know, I talked about the, you have the new book coming out, the elevated entrepreneur and talked about how you kind of have as your in the tagline, they're high performers, productivity crushers, and freedom achievers. If you think there are like three similarities or three commonalities amongst those types of people, what would they be? We'll be back to the interview in just a second. But first, I wanted to share a quick testimonial from a past participant of the 10-week transformation program. I started running the 10WT in the beginning of 2020, and I've had over 150 people on counting go through it, and they've seen amazing results both inside and out. If you're inspired to join after listening to the testimonial, then go to nickcarrier.com to learn more. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute, but first, here's what they had to say. Hey, I'm Bo. The reason I joined the program was to kind of get on track. I just turned 40, hard COVID year, right? I just started a lot of bad uh, habits. I was working out some, but really uh, COVID had affected that, and so I just needed a direction and I didn't really have one, so this really gave me. Well, I've done the program two times, I lost about 20 pounds. I've got um, just much healthier habits. Nick's program gives you a platform to change. It also kind of gives you a way going forward, you know, so you can really keep those habits and really build a lifestyle and a healthy life around it for the long term. You should join Nick's Tim program.
man, there's so many commonalities among successful people, you know, and, and I break this down in the book. So the way the book's structured is I interview 39 of the world's best coaches, performers, and experts. And each one of them, I ask a series of questions to, all right. And then I do commentary based off each of them to put the similarities together. And, and one of the things that, that I find is so, so important is everybody has something that they do every day to become the best version of themselves. And the action that they, that they do is not what everyone else says to do. It's not the morning routine that you see on social media. It's what works for them. They figured out what works for them and they go all in on that activity. And I think that's something that's super, super important is you don't have to copy what the greats do. You have to learn from the great and add your own flair. So I think that's one thing that everybody has in common. The other thing that I think a lot of the people, a lot of the guests have in common is they have this very, very clear focus on what they desire. They break it down so simply to know that this is going to happen and I will do whatever I can to get there. They are relentless in the pursuit of achieving their definition of success. All right. That's number two, taking action. And then number three, and this is the biggest point that I will say and something that I believe in it as much as anything is relationships are everything. I ask a question in this book, how have relationships both personally and professionally impacted your success and happiness? Almost every single person, the first word they say is they're everything, everything. And when you ask a question, you get the same answer over and over again by so many amazing entrepreneurs, performers, you realize relationships are the fundamental element to success. They're one of the biggest indicators to long-term happiness. They're one of the most important things you need in a relationship if you're going to get married because you need another person. You cannot have a business without customers. You can't get promoted without someone hiring you, right? You can't get a job without someone hiring you. You always have people involved. And so I think the biggest thing that they all have in common is their understanding and their ability to curate relationships that are beneficial to them and the people that they serve. That's solid. That's solid. And you know, that last one is really relevant to you and, and your work, you know, your second book was called uh, Elevate Your Network. What do you think is maybe three keys to building your network effectively and authentically? I think, I think a big one is you can't be afraid to try. So kind of on theme and on brand with everything we've talked about is when it comes to networking, one of the biggest reasons why people stop is because they're afraid of being rejected. Okay. They're like, I'm going to put in all this effort to network for something and I'm going to get, and then they're going to say no, or they're not going to reply. So why bother? Why do I even try? Or I'm not extroverted like you, Jake. I'm not going to try because people won't listen to my style. What I want you to understand is that every person who's listening to this podcast, every person who's a great connector has, is going to get rejected. You will hundred percent will be rejected at some point. Now, a rejection does not mean the other person doesn't want to talk to you. It might mean it's not the right time. Maybe a family member is in the hospital. Maybe they're having a baby. Maybe they're on vacation and they miss your message. Maybe they open your message, want to respond, but forget, right? We know all that, all that happens to all of us. We look at our phone, we get a message and then like, we're like, oh shit, I totally forgot to respond to you. Or maybe they're just not interested and that's okay. There are almost 8 billion people in the world. There's plenty of people that are going to want to talk to you and work with you and support you and be on your team. Okay. Because people do want you to win. You just got to find the right people. So one is getting over this idea that if you put yourself out there and you're rejected, that you are any less than of a human being. You're not. You are just as worthy and deserving of a human being when you start to network, whether people respond or don't respond. 
The second key that I would say is you have to be 100% yourself, meaning every person has a different communication style, right? I'm a louder, more hand gestury type of high energy person. Other people don't have those same qualities. Does that mean I'm better or they're worse? No. But if they try to have my personality or I try to have their personality to connect to someone, then I become worse. We can all find ways to connect with people using our authentic style. And what I mean by that even further is the minute you try to be what you think the other person wants is the minute you start losing the game. Because if they do respond or if they do agree, then you're actually going to have a deal. Then you're actually going to do something. And all of a sudden, you're not going to be able to fulfill or you're not going to want to fulfill or your values are going to be in disalignment and that's going to cause problems. So it's really important that you own who you are and you go into every relationship being yourself. Because in business and in life, you do not need everybody to like you. You need the right people to love you. When you're dating, you don't need every, for me, you know, I don't need every single girl to want to be my, my girlfriend. What I need is the right girl who is the one for me to be my girlfriend. When you're in business, you don't need a million customers. Depending on what ticket pricing you sell at, you just need the right people to hit your quotas, to hit your goals, to hit your dreams. And the third big key here that I'll share, and I'll put these into one, is you have to ask great questions. Okay. Too often, too often we ask simple questions. We say, what's your best piece of advice? We say, can I pick your brain? We try to do the basic stuff. Okay. But I want to change this for everyone right now is instead of asking a simple question that is common, that is too, too just mainstream. I want you to ask a question that creates an emotional response. So what's your best piece of advice can become What's the one thing you wish you knew when first starting your career that would have accelerated your path to success? What I've done is same question for the most part, but one is, oh, this is an annoying question. I've answered this a million times. Like, here's my, here's my blanket answer. The other one puts people into an emotional standpoint. They start to think about the emotions that come up from their experiences. They go down memory lane and now they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm remembering this. Let me share this. Let me share this story. And then you now have the chance to ask the follow-up. The follow-up question is the difference between turning that relationship into a relationship or turning that question into a single moment. We want to build relationships and it comes from asking questions and then listening so you can ask better questions to follow that up. Those all don't be afraid to don't be afraid to try. You have to be 100% yourself. You have to ask great questions. I love it. Well, I'm going to make sure I get you out of here on time here, Jake. So the second to last question is, I think that in order to get closer to the best version of ourselves, we have to have experiences. We have to have knowledge. We have to have skills that we don't yet currently have. So for you personally, is there a certain skill or is there a certain piece of knowledge? Is there a certain experience that you feel like the best version of Jake Kelfer has that you don't yet currently have? Oh, I like this question, man. I think there's a lot of things that a lot of things related to skills and knowledge that I don't possess, you know, and and I think that some of those things I'm not even aware of yet. So I'm aware of a lot of things that I can improve and I can work on those immediately, but there are also things that I have not yet been exposed to 
that I don't even realize I need to use or to learn or to become. And so for me, the way I look at that is not so much as there's a skill that I need right now to improve or knowledge I need to, to grow, but it's, can I learn something every day from the day to be better the next day? And I think if I do that over time, I will figure out exactly what I need to get to where I want to go. But if I had to put like a tangible answer to that, because I know I was kind of like a, like kind of like a, like an out, you know, but if I had to put a tangible answer in there, it would be how to just keep being better as a CEO, as I hire a bigger team, because that I, I haven't done that in business up to this point. I've hired interns, different types of employees, contract, I've hired all these things. But as my team grows and I hit new revenue levels, I hit new customer levels, you know, that's going to be something that I think is going to be pivotal because I believe in people, I believe in culture, and I want to make sure that I have as much knowledge as possible so that when I do act, it comes from a place of knowledge and I can learn from those actions to then be an even better leader and CEO of my company as we keep scaling. Well, I love that, that you were able to get to something super practical, super tangible. But I think what you said before is super key as well. Like, you know, sometimes the clarity on the answer that I, of the question that I asked comes through taking action and comes through actually moving. Like so many times we think that we need to know what the answer to that question is, like before we start moving, when it's like, no, you don't even know the right questions to ask until you actually start moving. You don't even know, you wouldn't even know how to answer the question until you get a little bit further along. So I think like that was a, a very great and, and, and true way to answer it in the beginning anyway. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well, before I ask the last question, Jake, I just want to acknowledge you, man. I think first off your story with, the, uh, with Jerry West, that was, that was insane. That was awesome. Um, I'm glad I didn't know that beforehand. And, uh, but I want to acknowledge you for being able to kind of realize super early on that like, you know what, I don't actually have to go down this predetermined vision that I kind of have for myself and I can define success the way I want to define it right now. And I don't have to wait any longer because there's probably a lot of people listening and many, many more that think that they need to wait to get to a level of, you know, quote success that they want to get to. But the problem with that is, is they're going to spend so much time chasing that. And not only going to spend so much time, but they're going to get there and they're, they're going to realize that that wasn't the definition of success that they actually wanted to follow. And they're going to feel empty inside. And so for you to be able to realize that early on, and take action based off of that early on is super admirable. Yeah, man. I appreciate, man. I appreciate you saying that. No doubt. Well, you guys, just it just came out the new book, The Elevated Entrepreneur by Jake Kelfer. So make sure you go grab it on Amazon. And um, is there any other best way to go find it? Yeah, I would. I mean, you can get it on Amazon, but the best way to do it is to go to the elevatedentrepreneur.co. We bought a ton of copies. I wanted this book in every person's hand around the world. So we made it free for, for you guys. All you got to do is pay the shipping on it and that'll be cheaper than Amazon, but we'll get it for you. Um, I want to get it in your hands as fast as possible. So the elevatedentrepreneur.co, hit me up on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. Let's chop it up. Let's connect. Let's ask some great questions and let's have some fun. Boom. I love it, man. I love it. Well, the last question here, Jake, is that I think getting closer to the best version of yourself is both a constant journey and a unique journey. I don't think we ever get to that best version of ourselves, And I also think that the way I'm going to get there is a little bit different than the way that you're going to get closer to the best version of yourself. So for you personally, if there are three things that you can currently do or three things that you can currently work on to get closer to that best Jake Kelford that you could possibly be, then what are those three things that you could currently do or currently work on? Oh man. So, so one thing that, that comes to mind right away is as a high performer, as a, as a, you know, an ambitious person myself, I'm always going after the big stuff. I'm always taking chances. And I think that one of the, the most important things that we can do is 
pursue success relentlessly, but make sure you enjoy the journey and the process. And so for me, that is one of the things that I will always be working on is having more fun in the pursuit of greatness. I think the second thing that I can keep doing is no matter how hard it may seem to keep going, because you never know how close you are till the next thing, to the next connection, to the, to the person that could change your life, to the ad that goes viral and brings in you know a life-changing amount of business. So it'd be no matter how hard it is, is to keep going. And then to, to be the best me is I think I, I have to spend, continuously spend time with myself. I'd love to be everywhere all the time, hanging out with people. But one of the things that I've really learned about myself in this past year, and this came from a lot of the people in the book talking about what is the best action they do for themselves every day is to be with my thoughts and to actually let myself think. Because we live in a world that's so go, go, go. We live in a world that's social media driven, where if you're not doing something, you're on your phone, social media. And I've gotten to this point now where I take three walks a day, sometimes more, 15, 20 minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time. And and it's just me and my thoughts, no music, no podcast, no tech. It's just me walking. And whatever my mind thinks, I just think about it. Sometimes it's business. Sometimes it's romance. Sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's just gratitude. Sometimes just looking at the trees and the wind blowing. And I'm like, this is the magic. Like this is present. And so I think for me to continue to be the best is going to be to continue to sit in my thoughts, to have time to think and to really just be in, in the moment. I love that last one. That's funny that you, that you say that. That's something that I definitely don't do enough. Be with, be with my own thoughts. Luckily I have to do like a two hour drive every single Sunday uh, and a two hour drive every Monday as well. So that gives me a little bit more time with my thoughts, but still I'm usually like listening to a podcast or something like that. But I've been like literally thinking about trying to do like a couple, a couple walks a day, just like you said. Uh, and so this might be the, uh, the spark for me to uh, start doing that. So I appreciate it. Of course. That's all we got today, Jake. Really appreciate it. That was awesome, man. You guys go get the elevated entrepreneur. There we go. Appreciate you having me on. I hope you all enjoyed that super high energy interview with Jake. Be sure you share this episode with a friend or family member. All you have to do is send them to nickcarrier.com slash podcast. And also, if you enjoyed it, be sure to leave it a five-star rating review on iTunes and the Apple Podcast app. And let me know what your favorite takeaway from Jake was. And be sure you're following me and Jake on Instagram at carrier underscore best you and at Jake Helfer. Now, remember to go grab a copy of Jake's new book, The Elevated Entrepreneur on Amazon or at theelevatedentrepreneur.co. And remember the three commonalities among successful entrepreneurs. Number one, everyone does something they do every single day to become the best version of themselves. And it's different for every single person. So figure out what that is for you. Secondly, is they have a clear focus on what they desire. So be on a constant path of clarity around what you desire. And then thirdly, they believe that relationships are everything and so do I. So build those authentic relationships through not being afraid to reach out, being 100% yourself and asking great questions. Thanks so much to Jake for coming on today and dropping some amazing knowledge on us. Again, go grab a copy of The Elevated Entrepreneur because I know it will help you gain clarity and it will help you to take action to get closer and closer to your best you.